0: The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at wgnsradio.com. This is Rutherford Issues, hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. From Murfreesboro to Smyrna, Eagleville to Laverne, playata to Barfield, and everywhere in between. If it matters to you, you'll hear about it in the next hour, here on Rutherford Issues. Now your host, Brian Barrett.
1: Oh, good morning to you. You're thinking, that does not sound like Brian? Well, we're Brian Wannabe. (laughs) Welcome in, and we're going to be talking about a lot of interesting things this morning. So many interesting things, it's going to be hard to imagine. One of those things is uh, the Rutherford County uh, and Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross, a group that just does phenomenal things in the community. The Red Cross. John Mitchell is with us. John is the executive director of the local Red Cross. John, good morning to you.
2: Good morning, Bart. So glad to be here and. Um... As you were giving that under, uh, um, introduction, it made me think how blessed I am to be serving with the American Red Cross.
1: Very definitely. Now, if you're saying to yourself, I would like to get some elf socks, I mean, if there's somebody listening who just has this desire and they didn't know where it came from, they, it just hit them this morning when they got up, I want some elf socks, can you help us?
2: With health socks.
1: Elf, E L F. Oh, the Christmas elf.
2: Well, we'll figure that out, Bart. You okay, can, you throw uh, a curveball at me, I'll, I'll get in the ball game if, and figure it out. If you, you out. give
1: blood at the Red Cross, oh, you get some elf socks.
2: I did. I had seen. Uh, one of our flyers mentioned something about that, and I hadn't picked up on that. So, uh, way to get my—I I, got to go get my other cup of coffee. So, thanks for being right on top of that.
1: And and the Red Cross is is low on blood, critically low. As a matter of fact, and they're and especially if you're an O negative—that is the universal donor, I believe. So they really need your blood, critically low on that. Uh, and, and the easiest thing to do is to call the Red Cross at eight 800- hundred. Red Cross, R-E-D-C-R-O-S-S.
2: That's correct, and I know he won't mind, but Gene Baker is our Rutherford County representative that sets up blood drives. Of course, we have the fixed site that's open every day uh, at Memorial uh, Boulevard uh, location, uh, every day except for Tuesday and Wednesday. So, you know, on the weekends, there there's still an operation. You're operations. giving him a day off? yeah yeah well it wasn't my call but yeah those and those uh phlebotomists that work though those ladies are great and they do some good work but yeah we've got to let them rest up and come back in fresh um but they do good work and so gene represents the other focus of the blood drives where people are doing them at churches or locations as a matter of fact he's got one coming up um Well, before I forget, let me just give out uh, Gene's cell number, because he would love to talk to you about setting up a blood drive or helping promote an existing blood drive in the community. So you can call Gene Baker directly at 615-330-6514. He has one coming up, a blood drive at the Stones River Town Center, uh, which is, to me, the the mall here in Murfreesboro. And... um, The Friday, November the twenty-fifth, Black Friday from ten to three, and and there you go, uh, Bart. Now that I look at the flyer, all donors will receive exclusive pair of Elf uh, Red Cross socks. So this is um, like
1: the Elf on the Christmas movie. Yeah,
2: yeah. So and you know if you've watched the movie elf like you probably do every year you need some elk socks red cross socks to go with them and this is to be a
1: real american you need elf socks
2: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) do you have yours on today
2: uh i don't i had i don't have a pair yet (laughs) i I don't
1: i'm gonna have to call and and set up an appointment
2: well they'll they'll uh, actually i am due to give blood so i do have the uh you know another thing that you can do um to give blood on a regular basis and to know um how to do that effectively with your schedule is to download uh the red cross uh blood donation app it's phenomenal and it'll do the scheduling for you it'll remind you when it's your time um so i I didn't remind me that I, i i'm actually you know i i need to go on there uh sooner than later because i had had missed promoting the red red cross elf socks but um we, we would love for you to participate and um, give some life-saving blood to the Red Cross, uh, either at a off-site location or at our fixed site at 501 Memorial Boulevard. Um, you could come in any time uh, except for Tuesday and Thursday and ask our uh, blood donation representatives, and they'll help you get set up with the app or appointment. If they have a free spot, they'll fit you in.
1: And, and let me mention this, too, because— a lot of people have never given blood before. It does not hurt, I, and the time will go quicker than you think.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And the, the really neat thing about, um, you know, our fixed site is you can actually um, donate plasma there. You can't do that on the off-sites. And people that come and do, you know, donating plasma, it takes a little bit longer a lot of them come in, and that's their their movie day. They're going to sit there and watch a movie while they're giving plasma, and uh, we'll take care of you. We'll put a blanket over you and give you a chance to relax while you're helping save somebody's life.
1: Now, with the plasma, the blood goes back in you. That's so correct. So you don't There's lose a, it.
2: a process where it, it kind of recycles and, and it goes back in you, so that takes a little bit longer. And, um, you know, we... Uh, the the phlebotomists they they know all about that they go through a screening they can kind of you know make sure that that's something that you are geared to do and um, they would love to sit down and talk to you and explain that more to you
1: and if you're hung up on cookies and orange juice and stuff like that
2: we've this is it. it we've got it we've got it just go come, give blood and
1: have a cookie
2: <laughs> have a cookie maybe some orange juice. Um, 't don't, uh, don't tell the ladies, but every now and then I sneak one out when I'm walking by. so
1: <laughs> So what else is happening at the Red Cross? Maybe you need some more volunteers where we're in the getting to be where it's cold outside and cold means people are putting fires in the fireplace and you know what that
2: does. Yeah, and it's it's that and it's unfortunately, you know it brings about the need for space heaters and unfortunately we we're always working on the home fire campaign but um, right now um, we are really focusing on that because we do see the numbers of uh, home fires increase this time of year Um, that being said we have disaster action team members that are responding to those fires and helping those people out with their next you know, 24 to 48 hours, uh, you know, if they've had that unfortunate uh, fire happen. What we also do is our volunteers can be engaged on the proactive side. Um, We have a year-round home fire campaign um, under the headline of um, Sound the Alarm, Save a Life. And so we've done those where they're a big event on the weekend, and we go out like we did at Lake 4 Subdivision up in Laverne, and uh, ended up educating over you know over 500 people about home fire safety leaving them materials and in that process while we're in the home if they need uh, their smoke alarms tested or replaced we re- replace them with uh, free smoke alarms and um, that's something that if you're wanting to have an impact on a you know, annual basis, uh, helping people avoid home fires, we would love for you to sign up as a volunteer just to go out and help us install free smoke alarms, uh, no cost to the consumer or to the public, and, um, you know, help us get those numbers down.
1: Volunteering with the Red Cross makes you feel good because you become a vital part of the community.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've got a whole vast amount of volunteer opportunities. It could be, you know, when disaster happens, you can be on our mass communications uh, team, which is either helping with the feeding or the sheltering. You may have a skill for disaster assessment. You may be in the insurance industry and have that kind of knack to where you can go out and help us um, get an idea of what kind of disaster we're working on. Um, But then again, you know, we've got board members that are engaged to help us not only secure the funds, but get the Red Cross story out on a daily basis. Um, But we're going to do a training with our Red Cross board here soon, and they're going to be trained up to do be Red Cross ready presenters and to go into corporations or businesses and say, you know, it's good to be thinking about this all the time. And here's how you can be more prepared.
1: So important, and I think a lot of people don't realize that the local chapter, the Heart of Tennessee chapter, is so involved in activities that are outside the area. Absolutely. For example, uh, hurricanes in Florida, yeah. fires in Hawaii. You had people in Hawaii on foot, all right there on ground.
2: Jonathan Taylor is our disaster program manager, he does a phenomenal job working with our nearly 200 volunteers um, in our chapter, which is Rutherford County all the way down to the state line, there's 10 counties. But the, uh, here's the reality of it. Jonathan is on the list of many of us, whether it's staff or volunteers that are deploying on a national disaster uh, operation. Jonathan just left on a flight this morning to Hawaii So he'll be serving for three weeks in that recovery effort after those, um, you know, uh, those fires that happened. And so a lot of times you hear about us on the front end of a disaster, you know, with the scope of the Hawaii uh, fires, but we're there for the long haul. We know the people's needs don't go away, and we kind of have to walk them through that process. So um jonathan we've probably i know i can think of right off the top of my head four or five local people have uh been to hawaii and served a three-week deployment term in assistance um i've been fortunate enough for the last two years to serve in a hurricane assistance in florida not that it's uh fortunate that we're having them but we do have a process to help uh, people after these things happen
1: now so people can have a feel of the type of training that you offer—you don't just send somebody. You you go over to this disaster and help. You prepare people for months, years, a period of time in advance, where they feel comfortable offering whatever service they're doing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, just last weekend, um, through great relations we have with um, MTSU, and a, a big shout out to Ray Wiley, long term. Uh, a serving board member. We just did a shelter training at MTSU's rec center. So not only did some of our volunteers come out and new volunteers, but some of the students, um, female tennis players from MTSU joined in that day. And so, you know, that I can't remember how many people we had. I know it was between 40 and 50 uh, people did a training on if we had to stage up a shelter, what is the process? Because we don't want to put anybody in a position where they're overwhelmed and they, they can't figure things out. So the trainings are happening all the time. A lot of them can be virtual, but, um, you know, people can end up doing kind of a hybrid training. And um, But the as you said, Bart, uh, if there's one thing that's big in the Red Cross is ongoing training.
1: So you, you feel comfortable when you go out?
2: You do, and, you know, Since our volunteers, 90% of the work we do is through volunteer power, Um, and there are perks. And the biggest perk is people that want to give back and help people have that opportunity. Uh, One thing internally we do is you can take our CPR, AED, uh, life-saving training for free. So as a volunteer, we give you an opportunity to stay uh, up on that certification every year without any additional cost.
1: I used to be uh, pretty heavily involved in the Red Cross many years ago, and I know that there was uh, always uh, a need to put up a shelter, a storm, snowstorm had come through, and a shelter would be set up, and you'd run out and you'd want to help and things of that sort. Nobody would show up. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I remember going years, and maybe one or two people would show up to need sheltering, uh, but there was nothing. And then Hurricane Katrina hit, and they set up the shelter at the Smyrna Airport, the old air base, Seward Air Base. And we started seeing airplanes full of people, uh, commercial jets full of people coming in to the the Smyrna Airport. And I I thought, boy, we'll welcome these people, and they've gone through a lot. So I, I was right there on the line as they were coming down. And I said, welcome to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And they had the strangest look on their face. Yeah. And Tennessee, I, I thought we were in Texas, <laughs> <laughs> which would be the next state over for them. Yeah. And they were thinking, my brother's going to come get me tomorrow, but you're far away.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and, and ever since then, I think we've had quite a few shelters for the the catastrophes seem to be bigger than they used to it's not a snowstorm they're
2: they're accelerating and um so it may end up being that scenario you just said here locally um you have to stay uh trained up and ready and ready to respond but as you said uh sheltering can look uh very different at different times because the south is very the people are very resilient and so you know, when we set up a shelter at, uh, in Reedyville for a few days, not many people were coming, but that was our, um, our respite center, if you will. That's where people were coming and there was a lot of activity going. So if somebody didn't stay in the shelter that night, um, you know, but to your point, when I was in Florida, we had five people in a shelter in Levy County and all of a sudden some things happened and that shelter grew three weeks into the operation to 20. So you just never know um, where that need is. And we just want to make sure that we're there to give it uh, a great story to what you just mentioned. in Katrina, one of our great um, staff members who was a volunteer for years, uh, Rena Teams, um, she was, you know, from the New Orleans area, and she ended up coming here and staying, and now she's playing a big role. She is the lead for the state in setting people up for the deployments to go either in California, Hawaii, Florida. Um, You know, we had tornadoes below us in Mississippi before the Tennessee tornadoes, so that's kind of neat to know that, uh, you know, she was a recipient of sheltering here locally, and now she is giving back through her career to help people in that same with the same need.
1: So, if you have a heart for wanting to help others, the Red Cross is definitely a place for you.
2: Definitely a place. Yeah. If you if you in if you kind of uh, get motivated to say, hey, I would like to. Wrap a blanket around somebody that is in a having the worst night of their life, and just provide them a little bit of hope. It's it's the sheltering, it's the things, but a lot of times it's just really relational, and it's just trying to say we care about you right now at this moment. We're going to stand with you and help you get to the next stage.
1: You you just hit on something that I think is so important uh, with helping people who are in need. It doesn't have to be five thousand people who are homeless because of a hurricane, the issue is just as intense. The sadness is just as intense. Yeah. If you have lost your house and and you and your family are there in the cold with no clothes, no yeah. food, no toothbrush, no nothing, yeah. it's gone. And especially this time of year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, just how life can change within... 30 minutes to the next. And, um, you know, that if you think about what our volunteers do and the fact that we do what we do with 90% on a volunteer basis, you think, wow, how do you do that? And we're constantly, constantly looking for our next volunteer to come in and join the ranks. But you think what fuels them? And that's what fuels them is they can make a difference right there at that moment with that person and help Help them, you know, in what's probably their darkest day of the year.
1: You have teams that go out to local fires, and and, and they help. They are whether it's a fire at an apartment complex or if it's uh, in a, a home here in the city or out in a rural area, the Red Cross is there.
2: Yeah, our our biggest uh, uh, need, our our three biggest needs for volunteers. First of all, is DAT, which is what you mentioned, and DAT stands for Disaster Action Team. They're mobilized; they volunteer for shifts. And then, if somebody says, "Hey, I'd like to help with that, but I'm not really able to get out late at night," because unfortunately, disasters don't have a, you know, a time frame. They happen when they happen, and so sometimes we're out in the middle of the night responding to that home fire and helping people. Um, Someone say, I, "I couldn't do that," but they could play a role on that disaster action team as the duty officer, who becomes really your logistics person for that operation, as it evolves. You know, they ver- verify that the address of where it's happened. They secure a couple people to go out that are on the on the schedule, and but they keep communications back and forth. Uh, so let's say somebody's a duty officer on the DAT team. They may get a call from the people responding, saying somebody's uh, insulin uh, burned up in the house. That's something they desperately need. Well, our duty officer uh, has a nurse on call and calls and helps make sure that they get that very uh, that much-needed uh, prescription, you know, right away, and they don't have to to wait on it. So I, I say that to let you know there's many ways to serve. So don't let some of the stories of people that are really engaged and wanting to go out to the fire late at night. If that's not your thing, we'll find something for you, even if it's just helping us. Uh, i tell you, Bart, I'm, I'm a hardcore recruiter. I, I'll tell you the last person I recruited was my mother. She's 80 years old. She's a wonderful person and she's coming into the office and helping us address envelopes, thanking people for what they do. So it could be responding to a home fire at two o'clock at night are coming into our office and helping us uh, thank people for what they do.
1: There are so many opportunities to help, and and I want to relay this on because this was the first DAT job that I ever had. The DAT, uh, we were helping in a group out, uh, I guess, uh, toward toward Walter Hill that area that was hit by an ice storm. Yeah, and people had damage to their roofs and everything. And but and they were not able to, you know, leave the electricity was out in some places. We went out there to take uh, questionnaires about this would help uh, the federal government know what they needed. So we filled out those questionnaires. But the people, uh, most of them had insurance. So they were not they were not frightened or scared. They were just happy to see somebody concerned about them. And they wanted you to come in and talk. You know, go ahead and fill out that form. I know you need it, but come sit. Down. Let me show you what the yeah. storm did. They needed, they needed a friend.
2: Yeah, and as you said that, it reminded me when I was part of the team that responded for, you know, weeks and months. Um, you know, even to this day, there's some work going with our uh, families that uh, lost their their homes in Reedville. Um As we would do our daily mobile feeding and we would go out there and you would talk to them, you could tell that them telling the story, what they went through was very therapeutic for them, you know, for them just to have somebody to listen and because they were processing this huge event that had happened in their life. And as you said, you might be offering them a a box lunch and a a Gatorade or some water, but more importantly, you were... um, another human being that cared, and a listening ear, and that did mean a lot to him. So that that's a good point, Bart. Uh, thanks for bringing that up.
1: We're talking this morning with John Mitchell, who is the executive director of the Heart of Tennessee chapter of your American Red Cross, right here in Murfreesboro. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back stay with us
3: from wall street to church street that's the latest business news from the edward jones financial desk i'm financial advisor and cfp lee Calvin. call 615-907-7056 or stop by our office on south rutherford boulevard in the public shopping center
4: schedule online anytime getting an appointment with ascension care teams at st thomas just got easier with online scheduling Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it, no matter where you are or what you're up to. Whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at GetSTHealthCare.com. WGNS is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. MTE's downtown Murfreesboro office on North Walnut is closed and staff relocated to the new central office on New Salem Highway. Get assistance or make payments there or at the St. Andrew's Drive location.
3: This is Pastor Nikki Ajapong, lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel. Hear our sermons on WGNS Sunday night at 7.30. Our sermons are loaded with the keys of the kingdom. If you don't have the keys, you'll be stranded. Visit HolyHillChapelTN.org to hear our podcast.
5: This is Kim Dunaway from Sunshine Nutrition Center. You hear me on Monday mornings at 720 talking about how to lead a healthier lifestyle. We carry supplements, personal care, and grocery items at both our Murfreesboro and Smyrna locations, family-owned and operated since 1989.
4: Where is the best barbecue in town? In 1920 East Main. The best barbecue for miles around is in 1920 East Main. You can buy it by the pound sandwich, platter, or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend by yourself or with a date to Slick Pig Barbecue. Barbecue, pork, beef, or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick Slick Pig Pig Barbecue. Barbecue. It's the best.
1: Middle Tennessee football and basketball games are right here. This is Chip
0: Walters on Rutherford County's Blue Raiders Station. MTSU Sports on WGNS.
1: I want to remind you that in about 30 minutes, 30 minutes from right now, you need to be on the Murfreesboro Square The Veterans Day program at 11 o'clock this morning on the Murfreesboro Square, the east side of the historic courthouse. This is Can you believe 30 years? 30th anniversary of that being up on the square. Wow. Uh, We're trying something new this year. WGNS, I know there are always people who cannot make it. Being radio, we've always had that for you. We're trying something new this year. In addition to giving you the sound, we're also gonna give you the picture. So you can see it happening, uh, not on your radio. I mean, you could look at your radio till you're blue in the face, and I don't think you'd see Brian Barrett's picture on there. Brian's going to be up there, uh, and he will be sending us the video from there, and, and you will get it uh, either on YouTube or on, uh, through our website, wgnsradio.com, the Big G TV on the website. So uh, things are changing, John. Uh, times change. Yeah,
2: and, you know, Bart, I don't think people realize what, um, what a treasure WGNS is to this community. It's been here for a long time. But as I've been on this station for years and knowing you and Brian, um, you guys are very savvy with the new media. And it's really encouraging. I had somebody tell me the other day, I didn't get my subscription for a paper, but I don't need it anymore because I got WGNS and the news feeds I get from them are so valuable. So um, kudos to you all for providing, you you know, great service.
1: It's a great community. Uh, Just be up on the square. Let's let's honor our veterans. 11 o'clock this morning on the square. And if you, you know, I'm starting to say if you can't make it up there, uh, go to MTSU. Do both of them. Uh, You have MTSU tomorrow, the event on the square this morning at 11. Great football game tomorrow. That is a tradition. The veterans uh, program, we're going to be talking about that in a little while. Uh, Before you leave, John, tell us, there are some more activities for the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the Red Cross that will be here before we know it.
2: Absolutely. And March the 5th will be, our annual heroes luncheon at that luncheon we will tell the story of what our red cross uh, volunteers are doing and in the process we will be raising money to support our efforts we do not re- uh, receive government funding and this is all uh all of our efforts are supported by the local community and businesses um and there are scholarship or sponsorships available for the uh, the uh, uh, the event, the Heroes Lunch coming up. But a uh, real special announcement. This year we always honor, as we've done in the past, Bart, you are an honoree in the years past, but we're honoring former uh, Mayor Ernest Burgess this year as our honoree at the Heroes event. So we'll get a little bit, uh, we'll give him a little bit of time to tell his story, and um, we'll also highlight some of our volunteers that uh, that are heroes as well. But uh, put that in your calendar, March the 5th this year, that will be a lunch. It has been a breakfast in the past, but that will be a lunch from 1130 to 1 at MTSU. Parking will be available. That is spring break, so uh, plan on coming and getting the... If That, that ought to be a good incentive, uh, if anything, to try to come to an event on MTSU and have free access parking close to your event, so... Um, don't worry about parking that day. Um, The students are on spring break.
1: The date on that, once again?
2: March the 5th at MTSU at the uh, student uh, building, which will be from 1130 to 1.
1: And then the next time we see John, he will be wearing his elf socks
2: i I, i'm out to get them i gotta prove them i i I won't miss that next time i'm really impressed uh bart you're staying on top of things a lot better than me in my home office i
1: I want the i want some elf socks i'm gonna call and uh, set up an appointment to give blood uh you need to also i mean everybody absolutely uh the red cross does a great job here in the community and and they are critically low on blood uh let's let's get behind them and, and turn this around 1-800-RED-CROSS and set up a time. You make it easy. I yeah. mean, you set up an appointment that fits your schedule. You can fill out the forms in advance. You just breeze right through it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And just so people don't get mistaken by that, it is as easy as calling 1-800-RED-CROSS because when you uh, let them know what your need is and it's it's giving blood and you put your zip code in, or you tell somebody your zip code that will populate all the existing blood drives, whether it's our fixed site or one, like we mentioned, that's happening on Black Friday at the uh, Stones River Mall.
1: John, thank you for all you do. Thanks for joining us, too, this morning.
2: Well, thank you, Bart. I enjoyed it. And um, I'm going to go look for my next blood appointment so I can get those socks because I do not have any.
1: Oh, uh, We'll be cousins then.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> John Mitchell. The executive director of the Heart of Tennessee chapter of the American Red Cross. Stay with us, Dr. Hillary Miller is going to be joining us right now. She is the director of the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Family Center at MTSU. Big things, big things happening there tomorrow. If you have something to buy, sell, or trade, call me. Weekday mornings at 7.50 for Swap and Shop.
0: WTNS, AM, FM, and online.
4: If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
1: This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. For more than 30 years, my team and I have worked hard to help injured people throughout Middle Tennessee. Over that time, we've helped thousands of people get the legal help they need when they've needed it the most. And if we're not able to help or aren't the right lawyer for you, we'll do the best to point you in the right direction. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. And remember, there's no fee unless we win your case.
4: I've got pests, these buzzing, rodents running all through my house. Ants chewing wood, and look, there's a mouse. I love a run with pests. Pests, but you're going to be sure, safe and secure, it's the last rites for those pests. Call the best of the best to get rid of your
0: pests. 893 AmeriCare Services Incorporated. Call us today. 893
4: Guys, become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high in the low 60s, winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles per hour, and at times gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 52.
0: We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
1: It is 1038, good morning to you from WGNS. Don't forget, 11 o'clock this morning up on the Murfreesboro Square, it's the Veterans' Tribute, the Veterans Day Tribute, honoring the veterans in our community. We say thank you to all of the veterans. So if you're out and about, head toward the Murfreesboro Square, you still have, unless you're real far away, you have time to get there. And if you can't make it in person, uh, Go to YouTube or to our website and you'll be able to see it. I mean, we've always done it in the past where you can hear it, but uh, we're expanding. And this year we're going to do live television coverage of it. Brian Barrett is uh, up there and he will be uh, doing the live TV coverage uh, on YouTube as well as the WGNSRadio.com under Big GTV, Dr. Hillary Miller is with us this morning, and she is the director of the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Family Center at MTSU. We we have to be probably one of the few universities in the area that, uh, or anywhere, that has something like this.
5: We are definitely unique in what we offer, sir. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I mean, this is exciting to yeah. see this happening.
5: Absolutely. I'm, my father in law moved here right before COVID. We got him down here, and he has repeatedly said he, could, he has never been in a community that has been more generous and kind to veterans as we are here in Murfreesboro and in Tennessee. So we are lucky to live here.
1: This is Absolutely. the heart of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> really, I agree. more than a geographic location. Absolutely. Tell us, uh, we're talking about veterans. This is, tomorrow is Veterans Day. Uh, and by federal uh, you know suggestions i guess uh they suggest that uh, for big celebrations you can do them on friday if it falls on a saturday if veterans day mm-hmm. falls on a saturday if it falls on sunday you do it on monday yeah. mtsu though it falls on a football day
5: absolutely we, this is our 41st salute to veterans in the armed forces so we've been doing it for some time and from our records we have not ever actually had it fall on a game Saturday. So we always try to get it closest to the the Saturday closest to Veterans Day. But this appears to be the first time that it has actually been on Veterans Day. So we're very excited about it.
1: That's great. Uh, What will people, because there's so many new people who are, in town they've never been to one in the past
5: please they are very welcome if you are military connected so if your family is military please come out For every, we hope you come out anyway but if you are military connected all of this is complimentary you do not need to bring your dd 214 or your military id we are just going to believe if you are military connected family member and we always start sir this is we start the day. This is a big day. It's a celebratory day, but we always start by remembering our fallen first. So we are, we have a veterans memorial, which I have researched. I've never seen anything like ours. There's been memorials that are for a certain war or for a certain branch, but I've never seen one that just recognizes those who are connected to MTSU that fell in service. And it is, sadly, it's a memorial that is a growing memorial. It, 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 is cumulative and we've had to add a name this last year with our helicopter pilot Danny Randolph that passed this last year so we've added another name to the wall but we start off at at the memorial the picnics will be afterwards um and that we start at 11 o'clock and we we pick a different group to honor in addition to remembering our fallen and this year we have two things that that are going to that will happen the first is we are going to become a Purple Heart Trail University. So Dr. McPhee will read a proclamation, and that will happen at that time. So we encourage any of our Purple Heart recipients to come out to the Veterans Memorial. Uh, afterwards, we are going to recognize our student veterans, our student veteran group, Bravo, Blue Raiders American Veteran Organization. It's their 15th year, and so that we're going to be doing that as well. Afterwards, we're having the picnic, the that army bands are going to be out there that we have two different bands that will be out there that day and the food is free it's all barbecue it's all complimentary and we have a huge vet village that you might see the tents are out already we have three huge tents out so please come and go through all of that it's all complimentary you can pick up your tickets tomorrow at that event and it is if you're a military connected family all of that is is for you at halftime you will walk behind your your hymn will be played and a big sign with your army but you know all the different branches and you'll walk behind that across the field it is just amazing oh uh, what
1: a wonderful event that we, is
5: we also one of our faculty members wrote the space force song so we were able to i think we we're the first place that was ever performed in public and uh, this will be our second year, year uh, doing do that. they
1: have a space force group yet well we we hope
5: I'm not certain if we're going to have anybody. We've heard that there are a few. We have a cadet at TSU that's going through the um, Air Force ROTC. So you can go through that and then declare that you're going to go into Space Force. Meanwhile, our Civil Air Patrol cadets, they're going to walk behind there as well. So that's really So neat. there will be somebody there walking is, behind the banner. And it's so great to see those young folks yeah. that are going to be our next level of military leaderships. So that's wonderful. Thanks.
1: And what is also great is all the things that, you do uh, at, at the uh, Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Military Family Center over at MTSU. Absolutely.
5: One of the things that I need to be really clear about, and someone, I was walking my dogs the other day, and she said, I heard you on a radio show, and I heard you say this, and this is this right? And I want to be very clear. We have no recruitment mission at MTSU, so you do not have to go to MTSU, be affiliated with MTSU, claim to be at MTSU to be helped by the Daniels Center. That is a requirement that General Huber said when we started the center, Dr. McPhee was completely behind that and supportive of that. And that's in line with what the Daniels, the the Charlie Daniels family would like. We have two full-time VA employees that work at MTSU. We have the full-time mental health counselor. We also have the state of Tennessee has put in a VSO, a veteran service officer in our space. Anybody can come in from this community, from, They can call in, we can help them get their claims done. General Huber and I met with all the veterans at Jack Daniels this week and talked to them about how to do their claims. If you have a need, or you know someone that has a need, they can call me, none of our numbers are hidden. They're all on our website, our direct number. Call me, and I'm going to get you hooked up to get your VA benefits processed.
1: So if you have PTSD or uh, just having a rough time getting back into society.
5: Or, or just knowing how to file a claim. My father-in-law lost his hearing on a carrier in 1959. It it took him a minute to decide he needed to get that done. But the Daniel Center was able to help him do that in 2020. And we will help anybody, regardless of whether they, they're, they've been their injury was in 1959, or if it was just last year, we will help them get connected to the VA.
1: So this is all being done, whether you are an MTSU student or not. Absolutely. No connection. And we
5: will make sure if you are an MTSU student that you get the best education. And if you decide that MTSU is not the right place for you, which I can't imagine why that would be. But if that is the case, we'll make sure you're at the right school. We, we are focused on making sure that you get to your next place. We have two employees that just focus on on finding people jobs. One of them focuses on those that are military students at MTSU. And one, anybody in the community can reach out and he will help find you a job regardless of whether you have any MTSU affiliation.
1: Now, if you have recently returned from service and, and you're needing some direction uh, what what do you need to do? First come by or call, Just call or
5: us what? Or, a lot of people come call us because they don't even live here. And a lot of people call us while they're still in service. They will call us while they're in another country. And how forth, do they
1: know about you?
5: It is word. Of, truly, if we do things right, they will share that. Military is definitely going to be word of mouth. When you are used to having to pick up and be dropped into another community You learn to rely on your battle buddies to tell you how that community is going to work. And we believe strongly if we do it right, then people will come to us in need. And that is just how we do it. Absolutely.
1: Now, for people who are coming to the football game tomorrow Mm -hmm. uh, and have not seen the Charlie Daniels sitter. Can they look at that?
5: They can, they can walk through the building's open, and mm-hmm. one of the things that they can see is our Nunley Wall, and we'll have our new Nunley Wall recipient on Joe it. Joe Nunley, John, it's named for him. Uh-huh. And this year's winner is Judge Ben Hall McFarland. Oh, Isn't boy. that fantastic? What a great and, person! And so he he will be recognized tomorrow. But yeah. you can see that's outside the memorial, outside of the Daniel Center. Uh, we will be the Daniel Center will be outside we're going to be having tables and all of that mm-hmm. sort of thing so we mm-hmm. won't be in the center but they're very welcome any other time to to come by and see it we'll be there and, and love to to give someone a tour
1: if you are a, say an mtsu alumni and it's been a while since you've been to the campus this is something to see absolutely
5: for sure and they might want to go by today at 12 15 if they're a marine because our Honors College bell tower will be playing the uh, Marine hymn at 12:15. It's the oh, birthday this today. So the Marine boy. birthday is today and we we are definitely a school that that just does things for military in all all over the campus, not just in the Daniel Center. Proud to be mm-hmm. Americans. Absolutely.
1: 12:15 today.
5: 12:15 today we are honoring the Marine Corps birthday with their their hymn being played through the bell tower.
1: That's, I you know, I didn't realize that that bell tower was able to do more than yes. chime times.
5: Well, you know, I don't know that I knew too, but recently, not, this part is not recent, but our veteran faculty and staff on our campus are so very involved in things. And they knew that MTSU recognized our 9-11 fallen. We have a huge ceremony. We start off with our cadets calling all 2,900 2,977 innocent names and planting a flag the Friday before 9-11. Then the, on 9-11, regardless of what day it is, we do the event at Moment of Impact. We start that at 7.30 in the morning, whatever day it is. And one of our faculty that works in Honors College, she's a, a veteran, and she said, I know that it's very important for y'all to, to honor at that moment, to inconvenience your, yourself to get up and do it at that time. And she said, we can do... A bell toll at the time and i said i'd wow. really love it if you did a bell toll for all four moments of impact and hmm. they did and that's when we realized that they had a lot of control over that bell tower and um so they were very gl- this is all faculty and, and staff and student driven they tell me the ideas i'm just the implementer so
1: this is so exciting uh, mtsu is so involved in this community. Absolutely.
5: So, so involved and just wanting to do the right thing, wanting to to take care of those who have, who have served our nation.
1: Now, tomorrow again, what time do we need to be We start
5: at 11 at the Veterans Memorial and the Veterans Memorial, you can see it from Middle Tennessee Boulevard. It's on that corner of Middle Tennessee Boulevard and Falkenberry. That's where we'll start. You can see the tents already set up. We have two huge tents that look very, um, uh, military, we borrowed them, and those are going to be hosting vet Village. and then we have another tent for all the food. and then the Raider walk, where you know the football team comes out through the Walnut Grove, that's at noon, and that's also when we're going to be having the the picnic is at noon and about twelve forty five is when we're going to do the nunley award and the the gates open at one and the game begins at two thirty. And then at halftime is when that amazing walk across the field for all of our branches.
1: Wow. Thank you so much for telling us about this. Dr. Hillary Miller, the director of the Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Family Center at MTSU.
3: It's time for a look at this morning's Death Notices. Kristen Trout, age 42, of Murfreesboro and a native of Clarksdale, Mississippi, passed away Monday, November the 6th, at a live hospice, Murfreesboro, following a long, courageous battle with cancer. Kristen is survived by her husband, John Trout, a daughter, Ruby Trout, mother and stepfather, Cynthia and Brian Shoate, of Michie, Tennessee, Father and stepmother Mike and Diane Job of Elkhart, Indiana; brothers John Job and wife Jessie of Portland; Brandon Shoate and wife Farin of Mitchie, Tennessee; and Josh Shoate and wife Laura of Jackson, Tennessee. A host of other family members survived. Visitation with the Trout family will be today, Friday, November the tenth, from. 1 p.m. until the time of memorial service beginning at 4 p.m. Whitfin Chapel handling arrangements for Kristen Trout, age 42. I'm Steve Thornton.
4: Murfreesboro Funeral Home and Cremation Services.
3: People that come in to pre-plan their funerals and put it down in writing makes it a whole lot easier on the children at the time of their death.
4: Keith Stapleton, manager of the Murfreesboro Funeral Home. Visit murfreesborofuneralhome.com.
3: Robert Edward Young of Murfreesboro passed away Tuesday morning, November the 7th, at the age of 87 years old, preceded in death by his parents, Joseph Edward and Violet Agnes Young, his three sisters, Doris Lowry, Margaret Hawkins, and Evelyn Walden, and by his first wife, Gwendolyn Phelps Young. He is survived by his wife, Mary Sue Young, one daughter Lynn Maxwell of Murfreesboro, four sons Robert, Robert David, Stephen, and Brian Young of Murfreesboro. His stepdaughter, Gretchen Jones, and her husband, Mark Jones of Nashville. Twelve grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. Funeral services will be held at Woodfin Memorial Chapel at 2 p.m. on Sunday, November the 12th. Visitation will be from 12 p.m. until 2 p.m. Sunday at the funeral home. Burial will follow in the Hazel Cemetery in Bell Buckle, Tennessee, with Whitfin Chapel handling arrangements for Robert Edward Young, age 87. Annie B. Young passed away November the 5th. Public viewing 4 p.m. until 6 p.m. Saturday, November the 11th. Scales and Sons Funeral Home, Visitation with the Family, 2 p.m. until 3 p.m. Sunday, November the 12th, Cherry Grove Missionary Baptist Church in Murfreesboro, Celebration of Life, 3 p.m. Sunday, November the 12th at the church, Service of Committal and interment 11 a.m. Monday, November the 13th, Evergreen Cemetery. These are the arrangements for Annie B. Young, Scales and Sons Funeral Home, handling these services. Mr. Henry I. Miller, age 95, of Murfreesboro, passed away November the 6th. The arrangements are incomplete at this time and the completed obituaries will be forthcoming. Please keep the family of Mr. Henry I. Miller in your thoughts and prayers. Scales and sons funeral home handling these services mr william leroy murray age 69 of murfreesboro passed away november the 6th the arrangements are incomplete at this time and the completed obituaries will be forthcoming please keep the family of mr william leroy murray in your thoughts and prayers Scales and sons funeral home handling these arrangements. For WGNS Radio, I'm Steve Thornton.
4: Cremated remains can be interred in a cemetery plot or in a cremation niche in a columbarium. They can also be retained by the family or scattered at a meaningful location that can be appreciated for generations to come. I'm Shannon Whitfin Parsons with Whitfin Funeral Chapels and Cremation Services, serving you and your family since 1893.
0: From the tallest tower in the city limits of Murfreesboro to every radio in the land, WGNS AM FM is everywhere you need us to be.